Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to Break Room Chats, the podcast of the New Professionals Community of Practice of the Library Leadership and Management Association of the American Library Association. This is Heather James coming to you from Marquette University, and I am joined virtually by Stephanie Van Ness and Aisha Connor Gayton, the current and the former chairs of the New Professionals Community. I will be joining in the conversation as the, in, the chair elect next year's chair of New Professionals Community. And we are here to do our annual check-in on the state of the community. Uh, what's been going on? What are we looking forward to? What do we have um, on our radar as we've been putting our ear to the ground for news inside of LAMA and in a broader sense with our profession and our association? Uh, this is an annual episode and I apologize that in the past we have been much tighter on getting this out shortly after annual. Um, ALA annual, but uh, you know, life happens. So here we are in November recording this episode and just glad to get it in before the end of the year. Thank you so much for both being here today. Thank you, Heather. This is great. Good time to talk about the state and or futures of the community of practice. So it's exciting stuff. Futures, what a choice word. I know, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I'll kind of jump into uh, here just because um, I just attended uh, one of the town halls that have been led by what we are calling CORE, which is the combination of Alex, which used to be the te technical services um, division, LIDA, which was our technology division, and then LAMA, the leadership and management division of ALA. Um, and they came up with this um, joint uh, division opportunity called CORE, and that is not an acronym. <laughs> They're very clear that we have enough of those in LIS, and they thought that, as I use one, and um, they, so they thought that hopefully going forward, we could just have a straight up name that's really clear and very succinct in what we're trying to do. Um, and so the mission there is to connect library and information practitioners in all career stages and from all organization types with expertise, colleagues, and professional development to empower transformation in technology, collections, and leadership and to advocate for access to information for all. So again, bringing in all of those core pieces of all of the different divisions to create one master division, um, which would then be called core. Um, the vision includes that there would be uh, members from all different libraries, again, trying to strike the balance between maintenance and innovation, process and progress, collaborating, and then also leading because of what LAMA does here. And again, all of this is in some way to support the equitable access to information for all. And I think that's one of the core tenets that has come up a lot in the um, core uh, documentation, of which they have a lot. So if folks are interested in seeing more about where core is right now, especially, um, core, C-O-R-E dot A-L-A dot org has all the information that has been put out from the communications team and all of the division boards individually. So all of that information is there, including um, a timeline and updates for the latest things. So like I said, I attended town hall number three. There is a fourth one happening on December 13th um, that can also be attended by folks. Again, all that info is on that core.ala.org website. 
And again, not only gives you an opportunity to hear more about uh, more about CORE as we look towards a proposed division, but also gives you um, time to actually get feedback, of which they want a lot because none of this will happen without input from the membership, which is something that they also made very clear, which I was very excited to hear about. Because uh, I won't lie, the level of documentation kind of worried me. I thought this was going to be one of those things where it's like, we did so much work to make sure this proposed division was happening. Why would we not do it? And so you have like a fake vote and then everyone pretends <laughs> that they weren't going to, right? But this, I think, is truly going to be a real democratic process and that even if the board votes yes and everyone's on board, if the membership doesn't get it and they're like, we don't get this division, um, we get to vote in March and then that will be what actually happens to this division because they care about what the leadership thinks. Um, and that's important. Yeah. And um, I was telling, I, this is Stephanie, and I was telling Aisha before we started recording that I, I think I certainly, as this new division developed, I was a hard sell. And um, I didn't really, I think like a lot of people see how the um, elements of our division would fit in with these others. It didn't it really make sense to me. But then at um, annual in DC this past summer, I was um, fortunate enough to be available for the joint board meeting in which a whole lot of members came and it was really great and um, inclusive and interactive. We got into groups and really discussed in this nitty gritty level of what elements and aspects of each of these three divisions is really unique and what do we each bring to the table mm -hmm. in order to create a really diverse and productive new division for all of our members. And I know that they're really focused on not losing anything really. So, you know, if you're really focused on some specific aspect, whether you're in Lama, Lita, or Alex, and, um, worried that you'll kind of lose the opportunity to engage at the professional level, I, I don't see that happening really. I think they're being really thorough and making sure that there's a place for all these existing things and they're doing a really good job of doing it in a way that makes sense and isn't just sort of thrown together so that we can be one division for financial reasons. It's, um, it's a good effort. Yeah, and you brought up the financial reasons for that. And I don't think, I for one was also a hard sell, mostly just because I was confused. So again, I think for a lot of listeners out there who are either a Potter Lama or you want to be a part of it and you're unsure of where the division is headed and you don't want to join until you really get it, check out that core website because again, it gives so much information about why they're doing this. I think the financial aspect is absolutely a big part of it because those things matter practically. But again, I think it's also seeing the work that we were doing across all of the divisions, it made sense, again, like Stephanie said, to kind of have this joint effort, especially because so much of what is done in our divisions are across um, leadership levels, across like career levels. Um, and I think in all of the other larger divisions like ACRL and PLA, you see those similar things where joint um, divisions really are hopefully inviting folks from all the levels to do at work on committees together, um, as opposed to having all the people who do leadership in one division and then a separate division of all the technical people um, at all levels. So this way we kind of get uh, a little bit of everything. And I think that really makes the difference for what they're trying to do here. Um, yeah. yeah, which is really helpful. And again, I think one of the things for me is this idea of advocating for access and equity is really important and that being one of the tenets of where they're coming from. Um, I see that a lot in like PLA's language uh, because of their 
contact with the public, I think. And as a uh, university librarian, I think it's still really important for us to consider that as well, even though we have very different frames from which we work because we are not able to say equity for all because we work within <laughs> bureaucracies, right? But there are still some things that we can do. And I think these are the places, CORE may be one of those places where we can start having those conversations. And they also mentioned during the town hall, they don't see any difference in people's ability to actually come on board and be a part of teams and communities or whatever they are going to be called committees whatever um, any more or less because we are now a joint division so that was also exciting to hear there will still be very many opportunities for folks to get involved and they actually already have a link up about that exact thing yes if anyone's um, hoping to get involved they do have a whole page on their website asking for volunteers and it's a really great opportunity to join in and full disclosure, you've got three academic librarians here. Oh, yeah, I forgot. We were supposed <laughs> to speak for, we should have framed our experiences before we began. We sounded like we were talking for everybody. We are in an absolute vacuum bubble, <laughs> like very specific. Um, yes, the academics have it. And I'm always interested in sort of breaking down silos within my own organization, within our profession. And so I really like this um, opportunity to um ensure that it's that broader sense rather than in, in that way that's different from ACRL and the Public Library Association where just anybody and everybody because we can definitely definitely learn a lot from each other just like absolutely from special librarians and school librarians and all the other types of librarianship I'm not remembering right now. So actually, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Heather. No, go ahead. Say what you're, yeah, go ahead, Aisha. Yeah, no, so real quick, just piggybacking off of what Stephanie said about um, the benefits to members, that is also on the website, uh, the core.ala.org forward slash we dash here dash you, um, or quick Googles for folks who are not interested in typing all that out. They literally list out all of the benefits um, and the process and all the things. Again, they are very good about documenting this experience because they really want to make sure people feel involved involved in it. So just like a quick throw out about if you're not, still unsure of the benefits or why we're bothering to do this as a division, um, please check out that page. It will really, I think, very pointedly tell you why this is something that might work for all of us. All right. Sorry. Thank you. Well, actually, that's a perfect segue. So um, because, well, twofold, since I have not been as closely following this as the two of you have, and because um, in my role on this podcast has almost always been as the interviewer, I can't uh, let go of that very well. And I have a question for you both, which is, there are so many divisions inside of ALA already, and so many people are pressed for their ability to fund their professional um, mm. development and their professional activity that the question of whether or not to align by library type, which as we've just been discussing is not what the core is about, but there is ACRL or PLA for people, um, versus aligning with this sort of life cycle process, shared concerns, maintenance and innovation um, approach, regardless of library type, what would make it make sense? What are your thoughts about why is the professional development inside of CORE going to be a good choice for people? So I can speak um, as someone who's actually in a few divisions. I've not been, so again, I'm a, 
uh, reference and instruction librarian, but I also do instructional design as a specialty. Um, then I also work in a university setting. So I already am a part of several divisions. And then also as an ethnic minority, I usually end up in those caucuses as well. So believe me, my dues have not been below $200 since I was a student. And that's because of the sliding scale, right? So the idea of being able to choose your di division labor and your money is very important to someone, especially because I'm not even middle written. I'm very much a beginning librarian. That middle range salary has not hit me yet. So being able to afford to be a part of a division and then to give my labor and energy to it, it does matter. And so I do have to prioritize what that looks like. That being said, I think one of the great things for me, especially as I think about um, leadership and management, even if you're not technically a supervisor or a manager or you have not never had that experience, is having the access to those members. Um, and for one, I know with many libraries, you are very, very rarely only doing something specific in terms of your job duties, in terms of your committee work, in terms of your collaborations across campuses or in libraries and institutions. It is very rare for you to only be doing some one thing. So for me, as someone who does technology work, um, extensively in instructional design um, and even in instruction with databases and things we have to understand how these things work practically um, being a part of LIDA makes perfect sense I also consider myself someone who's who prioritizes understanding management and leadership and how that impacts people on every level especially us on the ground right the kind of front front facing folks the front of the house so llama made perfect sense to me I will say that I haven't had much um, involvement in terms of like technical services and those things but there was a time I considered myself possibly being a cataloger so I was like uh, always interested in those things as well so for me again the collaboration efforts across these different interests as a librarian who's getting called on committees and getting called into task forces that deal with these different things having aspects of them or at least access to the folks who do have that information is very important to me I know ACRL is a same sort of thing you can join your little committee and you're all you know talking about cataloging you're talking about instruction you're talking about this but again I just feel like given the levels of experience here we get different sorts of institutions too which has its own um, wealth right of knowledge because we're not all academics we're not all public librarians we're not all working in museums or archives like there are different folks from different institutions all looking to collaborate across different job types and that's the kind of thing that really attracts me in terms of a joint division idea okay great I think also um, I think my what attracts me is similar to Aisha in that, you know, keeping those dues down for sure. Oh my goodness. I know that <laughs> I used to have memberships with a lot more divisions and I sort of pared back. And I think even as a passive member, it's helpful to have access to some of the things you get access to um, just being a member without necessarily serving on multiple committees that I might not necessarily have time for. And, and I do, that's something that had always attracted me to ACRL, just, okay, I can do all kind of all these different things, but as we mentioned a couple times, it's only academics, and I think we do have a lot to learn from, from our peers in other areas of librarianship and other institution types. Great. Great. Great question, Heather. 
I think that's exactly the sort of thing that people are kind of grappling with. And I will say this, this was mentioned, not set in stone, but it's very much thought of um, with the 40 bucks being the baseline division cost. Uh, Llama had already kind of gotten away from this idea of paying that 40 and then you also have to pay for the committee or whatever. We were already baseline saying if you are a part of Llama, you're also a part of everything under Llama. There's no need for an additional cost. I think that's something that might slide over to this joint division core. Um, and then also possibly, of course, having some sort of sliding scale for folks who are assistants and students and, you know, emerging professionals. Um, so very much understanding that the financial costs of being a part of a professional organization, which is usually not shouldered by your institution, it's a personal cost for a lot of us, um, is something that we consider when we even come to do committee work. Um, and it's beneficial for everyone, but if we're losing people because of costs, that is a real problem. Um, and I think that CORE is already really thinking about that as they kind of look at this new division as well. Great. Have either of you heard any conversations that address, of course, this is so far down and only if the merger were to go through, but is there hope of eventually having some sort of a forum, symposium, meeting, conference, whatever that might look like? And um, is there uh, any sort of a description of what the functional experience of this would be like, as opposed to the website sort of merging and the, the teams or uh, committees merging, would there be a, a launch or anything of that sort? So if it goes through, the it would be officially a new division in September of 2020. And um, I believe that the hope is that this new division would kind of take over the LIDA forum, which is, uh, I believe, of the three divisions, the only in-person forum that exists. And so um, having that opportunity maybe at a lower cost, I don't know, fingers crossed, that um, people might be able to do that. And I think I saw Baltimore mentioned somewhere for, for November 2020. So um, it might be helpful for people who, for one reason or another, can't get to ALA annual to have that additional option. And I, I believe that is the plan to just incorporate all of these into what was the LIDA forum. Yeah, that is, I think that's exactly what was said. And I'm pretty sure Baltimore is the location physically. They're also doing this thing called the exchange with the call for proposals just went out via a lot of listservs. If you didn't see it, um, please join the NPS uh, list and we can resend it out to y'all. But um, the exchange is a digital gathering, and that's, again, from the joint uh, divisions, not under core yet, but they still have all their names on it. And that would be May 2020. Um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, May 4th through 4th, 6th, and 8th is the general idea. There's already a website up. That's exchange2020.learningtimesevents.org. And um, this is a straight up uh, program, it seems to me, where the idea, uh, the theme is building the future together, which makes perfect sense for CORE. Um, and again, they're looking for presentations and ideas, again, about all of the things that this joint division will be focusing on, leadership, change management, continuity, sustainability, and collaborations and collections, technology, innovation, sustainability, and collaborations across different departments. So again, I think this is a perfect kind of event to not only uh, show folks what CORE would look like, but to also get them involved and kind of get them in early in terms of becoming members of this new potential division, which again, not set in stone yet as an actual division, but very much proposed to the membership and those folks who are interested in being a part of CORE. So yeah, multiple events happening um, to get that uh, sort of experience, which is exciting. Again, very well thought out, I think, on their part, honestly. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I have yeah. to give a shout out to Tyler who actually founded our um, little community of practice here, and he's one of the one of the ringleaders with this new division and um, and the incoming Llama president as well. And he's he's doing a really great job with all of the other folks who are are pitching in, leading this effort. Yeah, shout out to the steering committee who is <laughs> truly doing the, this all of this work. And we, I mean, we hope that this will come through. I think I, pers- I can speak personally and say that I think this division is a good idea. Someone who's in, been in Llama for the past five years and seen it develop and kind of change, including changes in our me- membership levels. It's just realistic. Um, but also, this is a lot of work, y'all. Like, if you've ever been on a committee and y'all had to write up some documentation, I mean, we, as a community, we are very much um, thinking about what our future is going to look like in terms of not only documentation, but membership and it takes a lot to get all those wheels turning efficiently so shout out to the steering committee of core um who are also listed on the about core website uh for their work in this way because they truly are trying to make this as clear as possible to us and we are out here just reading it hoping that we get it (laughs) so thank you y'all for that work too yeah yeah Yeah, that is a lot of work a lot of work Mm -hmm. um what are we doing in new professionals this year Mostly thinking about core. Yeah, lots of core conversations. That's very, very clear. Um, Yeah, I think overall, uh, and this is Aisha again, coming off as past chair, Coming into the core thing, we definitely don't want to, I don't think, halt progress for anyone's teams. Uh, We work in teams, so folks uh, basically join LAMA, again, at that division level. They can join any of the uh, communities. Our particular community has several teams on them, podcast being one of them, as a new member with Heather James, our fearless leader. And um, I'm very excited to see the other things that are going to come out of our break room chats, of which you're listening right now. Um, I'm also going to be a part of web team, so again, making sure that those our documentation is up to date and also keeping folks in, informed, I think is just the main part. It might be a lot of just kind of making sure this ship doesn't crash into the iceberg at this point, perhaps, given where the division may go. And then also to be ready possibly to invite in and welcome in new folks from other um, things. I think one of the things that when Tyler uh, first put in the proposal to Llama for the new community of practice uh, for new professionals, I don't think there are many groups like this outside of like NMRT, the new members roundtable. So I'm very sure um, to some degree there is no version of us in Lita or Alex. So that we might be bringing in a lot of folks um, into the fold if this division goes through. So the future of our community will look very different and hopefully is very exciting for that reason alone. Yeah, and I think, um, and I like how we expand on the concept of new and um, the new members roundtable is wonderful and they do a lot of great work. And I think that how we differ and we expand is that this concept of new, you can be new anytime in your career where, you know, maybe you've gone to a new organization and it's a completely different ball game or you're in a new role with some different leadership expectations or you're just a newly graduated student who's getting the hang of things and any of those aspects can make you feel a little unmoored. So um, that's kind of the goal of our little community here is to have lots of um, professional development opportunities and engagement opportunities for people to get their, get their footing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And as we get rolling this year with our committees, we've um, we've gotten our committees assigned and our um, and our chairs assigned as well. 
and we have um, we have a whole new social media team, which I'm really excited about. And also, people can be on the lookout for our buddy program, which we've done for a couple years now, and it's it's gone really well. We've gotten some really good feedback. And um, our buddy program is a program in which people can sign up to have a conference buddy. So it's a little bit different from the llama level mentorship and more this, I'm at this conference for the first time and it's huge and overwhelming and somebody tell me where to go and what's the best way to spend my time. And I think that that program has, it's gotten a little bigger each time we've done it and I'm really excited to see how it does this year. Yeah, I think that that's um, really great because that's a, a distinct program. And it, it, like you said, it's different than the mentoring program. Um, there are lots of mentoring programs uh, throughout ALA in different ways. And this is one where there's, there's documentation and there's a request form, but it's not the same as having an application process. And as much as possible, everybody who wants one can get a buddy mm. through the buddy program. Um, and it is for that very specific set time frame and specific question. You don't have to know what your question is going to be. It's going to be about the conference and sort of how are we doing this conference. <laughs> and, and I'll say as someone who's participated and been on the team for it, the level and engagement is also completely up to y'all, which I think for some of us who are consider ourselves new librarians, being a mentor is scary, or you're just like, I don't know anything. What are you talking about? You want to ask me questions? What kind? Um, but it honestly is just like, no, they actually honestly just want to email about places to eat near the conference or something. It can be any level of engagement. If you want to be someone who goes with your buddy to every session and shows them the ropes and introduces them to all of your professional friends, you can do that. Or you can be the person who has one lunchtime thing just to check in and make sure that they're well and taking care of themselves and then like send them off back into the world to be like a wonderful <laughs> information professional so yeah that was great um, also a great opportunity to meet students which is like yeah. the best part I think for me yeah. and I think um, another interesting aspect of having served on that committee to, or it's a team not a committee I know the, on that the words <laughs> they mess you up is seeing it's been really fascinating to see the diversity of applicants we get career-wise. So we get certainly plenty of current and new students. And, and I know we always market heavily to whatever library schools are near the midwinter or annual conference that we're planning for. But also I've seen all the way up to executive level, just, hey, I'm a new dean and I don't know what I'm doing quite yet. And I could really, I would really love to talk to another dean or another director who can show me the ropes through that lens. And Absolutely. so people who've been in librarianship for years and years, who've been to ALA before, but they're there in, in a new context and looking at it through a different lens and hoping to get some guidance. And so certainly if you're wondering like, oh, you know, well, well, I look like I don't know anything if I do this. Not at all. And, and I've been, that's when one of my favorite parts about it is seeing the wide variety of um, people in different career levels that we get applying to be both mentors, or sorry, the learning buddies and the experienced buddies. And, um, and I've also just entering it myself, I thought, well, well, I couldn't be an experienced buddy. I'm not that experienced. But then we get applicants who I'm a brand new student and I have no clue what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I can, I can help them. I've been to LA five times, even if I don't feel very experienced in other ways. 
Yeah. How many times do you have to go to ALA to be experienced? <laughs> it's, a, it's like a questionnaire sort of thing. And yeah. I mean, even the language I think I love about our thing, because I've done the llama mentoring program and that was awesome. But again, super small amount of time for the buddy program and they're buddies. Everybody needs a buddy. So even if you're experienced or you're learning, like, you know, the, the I think the language just even suits itself to the sort of experience that we're looking for, which is like professional-esque, yeah. professional adjacent, <laughs> I like to say. Um, <laughs> Um, which is kind of like, I think over, hopefully our whole vibe at New Professionals um, is to invite folks into the fold and recognize that this is a professional organization and we are professionals, but that professionalism um, can look very different depending on who you are. And we accept all types and forms of that, um, respectfully so, yeah. 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 So keep your eye out for that. Our new chairs are are great and um, our chairs for the buddy team and I'm sure they'll have a call for participation going out relatively soon. Yeah. Um, I feel like as the chair of the podcast team um, for the last five years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where's the look? Where's the retirement ceremony? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I would just, you know, like to also mention those who are listening that we do have a rolling uh, admission, right? In mm -hmm. new so mm -hmm. if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh man, now I have to wait for February to fill out a form or something because that's what you heard about the ACRL application or something, um, you, you can reach out to new professionals and get connected to something that you might be interested in, right? Yeah, yeah. I think... Um, I think we do allow those kind of rolling things and I'm just learning the um, that sort of back end where we're assigning people myself and I would say I don't think it notifies us automatically so certainly if you volunteer and you're not hearing anything feel free to contact any one of us directly and we're happy to go in there and double check for that yeah yeah um, so what do you all see sort of on our horizon I think you know Aisha the metaphor of not running the ship into the iceberg is a good one. Uh, maybe, you know, we could be a little more neutral with the treading water. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was my first. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why Titanic is on the brain. I'm like, never, I don't even like that movie, but yeah. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> I know. We're not, we're definitely not like on a ship that's doomed. I don't think no. that's a great analogy at all. So sorry. It's the Wednesdays. Case of the Wednesdays. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe this year is more about smooth sailing and sort of keeping yes. a status quo. Uh, is there anything else that you're sort of thinking on this horizon? I mean, I will say for those who are listening as the, um, since podcast team is what I have been most involved in with new professionals and thereby with Llama um, over the course of my years, um, I'm really excited about some of the changes that are coming to the team and some new structural you know, plans that are there for making sure that everybody gets more of a holistic experience in the podcast production. Um, and that's really always been my hope and goal for that team is that people would... Um, that's it, mutually beneficial because the podcast comes out. It's the only free llama output. Um, there's no cost. And as long as you have an internet connection and can find it, you can listen to these really great interviews with people who have been leaders in our field. Um, but also those who are on the team get experience producing podcasts and that's really fantastic. So I'm excited about those changes. Um, although the output won't really look any different than it has necessarily in the last five years. Um, 
are there any other things that you two are thinking of as far as what might happen in this coming year or that you're hoping to see from new professionals or any one of the teams? Yeah, I'll say that I think, so we talked on this a little bit. There are definitely some new leaders of our teams involved with different things. I've probably led, I think, all of the teams except for podcasts at this point and out, LIS outreach, perhaps. Um, so really being able to kind of get the experience in the different teams is really important. And I think the one great thing about new professionals that attracted me when I first got here in 2014 was the fact that you can jump right in. So again, as a team member, um, again, we're talking production experience for website folks. We're talking dealing with like a, a content management system um, for social media people. It's taking a professional voice and doing engagement um, via social media platforms. There's always something that can be done by all of the members and it, and, you know, given one or two years of experience, you can become a chair or whatever um, of the various or leaders, I should say, of various teams. And that is very realistic as opposed to some of the larger divisions that we see out there where you have to kind of fight and there's a, you know, a real tug of war for your position status. Um, that's not really our vibe. And I'm glad that it's not our vibe. And so you can kind of jump in with both feet if you're that kind of person or if you want to chill and just kind of learn that is also an opportunity for you on all the teams. Um, so, yeah. I think I'll, I'll uh, definitely get away from my Titanic analogy. Thank you, Heather. And I will say that smooth sailing is absolutely the idea. Maybe getting on, picking up some passengers in Aruba and continuing on to Miami or whatever, if we want to use the sailing uh, metaphor, uh, is also fun. So please, we welcome folks. Uh, again, new professionals is really an open call to folks who are new in various aspects of their work. Um, and we want to make sure that you know you are welcome here. Uh, again, all you got to do is become a Llama Library Division member, 40 bucks, uh, which is like maybe like five burritos or something. I don't know. And <laughs> you get access to the entire community structure, which is really awesome. And you get to hang out with us, which is, I mean, come on, <laughs> can't beat that. So yeah, so I'm excited for the new year. It's, I'm looking forward to the core division conversations, the vote, but also this, the work that we're going to be doing on these teams with our new membership. It's, it's great. It's a good year. Yeah, yeah, I think that's sort of our, um, Heather mentioned status quo, and it, at, as our current chair, it, it, I, I almost feel guiltily lazy in a way, but at the same time, I think we're all really interested in hearing what happens with CORE and how we'll fit into that um, aspect, but I think we do have a lot of room for growth as far as our buddy program and our outreach to library schools and of course our um, our podcast and our social media which we have a group on Facebook that you can join as well as and does anybody have that up and note it I can't remember off the top of my head what it's called but we'll find it and we also have a Twitter page Llama New Pros Mm-hmm. Yes, our Twitter page is at llama underscore new pros, N-E-W-P-R-O-S. And our Facebook page is Llama New Professionals Community of Practice. It is a group, so be sure to search for it when you go to find us where there is a group. So mm -hmm. the intention there is that people can have a space to ask questions and get feedback from other members. I think in practice, it has been a little bit more one directional, but we hope to see that change. And so if you are listening and you've got questions for other people in our division, head on over there and join the group and ask away. And Stephanie, what do you feel like would be the best way for people who might um, sort of want to give comment to new professionals or make 
I don't know, requests or something, like a feedback loop. Um, do you feel like the Facebook group, Twitter, any one of those? Um, any one of those really. And um, I'm also fine being contacted directly. And uh, my email address is stephanie.vanness at nau.edu. And I think, can we put that in the show notes too? Yeah. Description. Okay. And then, um, and people can contact us on Twitter, in our Facebook group, any of those things. And I'm on Twitter as well at so Van Ness, S-O-V-A-N-N-E-S-S. Excellent. Okay. Well, unless there's anything else, I feel like we have done the check-in, right? We... This is what's I feel up. checked in. I hope y'all do. Good. <laughs> I really appreciate your recap, Aisha. That was helpful to me personally, and I'm sure helpful to people who are listening. Um, there's a lot going on. It mm-hmm. is exciting. It's, you know, scary. Change is scary, but um, also exciting. So that's, that's really wonderful. I appreciate that. Oh, All right. Thank you for listening to Break Room Chats. To continue the conversation, please visit the New Professionals Community of Practice Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash llama dot NPS. This is your podcast team members, Aisha Connor Gaydon, Heather James, Jessica Keebler, Robin Goodfellow Malamud, and Brady Lund signing off.